Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Flip This with Steve Londo, the real estate investing podcast that focuses on finding and negotiating with motivated sellers and flipping houses without using banks or private lenders. You must be prepared to ignite. Traffic. Pops went away, but I stayed vagrant. Place where the steel and cement became nature. Look what you did with the place, it looks gorgeous. Cityscape with a flood of good men courses. And the dreamers of bull trapped in porcelain. Take a knee to the gods and get horseshit. Wanna live with a thrill, they'll arrange it. Got a bevy of imps to spit hatred. Shit'll get in your head and cause panic. Have you desperately begging to get famous? Get your dignity dirty and left orphaned. Sanity on the fringe of distorted. Who are they to just take shit and hoard it? Who am I that I don't get my portion? The most impressionable minds get molested and informed by manipulating forces. Don't fret, little man, don't cry. They can never take the energy inside you were born with. Knowing that, understand, you can never be poor. You already won the war, you were born rich. You can only take the energy you had going back to the ground where the home of your Lord is. Whoever, whatever that Lord is, couldn't give a fuck if you ever made fortunes. Fuck anyone ever trying to run that bump shit. Send it to the flames where the horse lives. Damn, and the lost minds thinking they're smarter than us. Don't understand love's importance. And we can weaponize that, bring it back to the truth where the ashes and dust got formed in. Embedded in my knuckles as a keepsake. It was seen your veneers, just smear souvenirs, falling out your mouth and on to the landscape. Me and LP do the secret handshake. Then I pummel punch a pumpkin head park in his pimple face till he punch drunk, cause he's sweet as a pound cake. And he pushy my ear, L, I'll say. Into the wild, wild style, ghetto child running wild. Where the lions in the aisle stay. The powers to be, even off of the reprise, told us they'll take us out if we bow to our knees. But they can give that to the kings and the queens and the worshipers of idols and followers of themes. Cause I would rather be in the jungle with the savages. Kill or be killed, and I'm working with the average. My professor emeritus say we been cursed being brought to the Americas. How you raise a whole human single parent, no marriages, no sense of heritage. Planned parenthood helping plan miscarriages, but I'm lucky mommy already had a narrative. Product of a teenage love, my arrogance derives from the pride in the job my parents did. Name Mike, I was told it was godlike, even dance with the devil came out alright. Okay, all of y'all no way, still spell America with the triple K. Word up the spice one at O'Shea, and in the MC kicking what I go through. Real rap, my last line so true, rest in peace to Come 
What up, though? Howdy. Welcome. Flip this podcast. This is the Real Estate Investing Podcast that teaches you how to find and negotiate with motivated sellers to flip houses without using banks or private lenders. As always, I'm your host, Steve Londo, with a bumpy mic, joined by Jeremy Burgess. What up? All I got to say is uh, snitches get stitches, bitches. (laughs) That's right. So I, if you are just tuning in, I am a full-time wholesaler flipping houses in Detroit and its suburbs. And if you are not sure what wholesaling is, it's where you go out and find a house, um, someone that wants or needs to sell their house and put it under contract to buy it for say 30 grand. You go out and find somebody that'll pay 40 for it and you can assign your contract to that buyer and make the profit in between. And that's what we do here on this podcast is we got deals, deals, deals. So we're going to start right off the bat my favorite part with some suburbs so last week we were pretty detroit centric with one exception this week we're going all suburbs um the first one i have mentioned before i had a buyer um and it just fell out because he he ended up buying two of the three properties but he didn't want to buy the third he only wanted the garden city ones so this house is a a a turnkey it's already rented it's in great condition this is 2328 2nd street in westland um it's uh i'm asking for thirty-three thousand. this is already rented for 750 this tenant's been there for i think three or four years now it is a two bedroom uh one bath on a crawl without a garage so that seems to be one of the negatives but this is like landlord special this is exactly what you're gonna want do you get such a huge r if you're just looking at rentals from landlords no basements two bedrooms i know they're not sexy but when you run the numbers all Mm -hmm. of a sudden she looks a little better you know that's right she needs a second look is all i'm saying that's right so i need this house sold so 23 28 second street in westland 33k takes it hit me up steve at steve buys houses fast Dot com. I'm going to stick to Westland and two bedrooms without basements and garages. And I got a brand new one for you. This one has not even been sent to my list yet. So you guys are getting something special, even though by the time this airs, it'll have been out already, but it may be on the MLS by the time this one airs actually, Ooh. uh, 6050 North crown. And it's in Westland again, this one, this house is in a little better, um, area, a little better condition, um, the other one's in good condition as well, and it's rented. This one's just in a little better spot. I need 38 for this one. It's two bed, one bath on a slab. There's no ba- uh, garage, no basement. This one has hardwood floors, um, newer windows. The roof's good. It's it doesn't need a lot of work, um, and it's it's a it's a really good area. It's good schools. This is a, this is a nice rental area for sure. You could rent this for eight to eight fifty. Um, all day long. And that's, again, this is a great return. This is the kind of, these are the kinds of deals that you should be tuning in for all three of these properties. Um, shouldn't last long. Second street. I'm, I'm shocked. It's still available. So this is again, six zero five zero North crown. And that's in Westland. I need 38,000 Steve at Steve buys houses fast.com. The last one, this one just got sent out to my list. This I'm sure this house will be under contract and might even be closed by the time this episode airs, but I'm going to read it anyways, because that's what we do. This is a 9167 Dixie, D-I-X-I-E, in Redford. This is a nice brick bungalow. 
Um, it's just dated. It's in really good condition. Um, I need 55,000. There's nothing on the MLS in the fifties. There's been one sold for 53 in smaller than this and much worse condition. So this is a smoking deal. I did already talk to our Redford guru, Jesse, he's not in the market for a property right now. He's just he's just not buying much lately. No, no. but he's, well, buying, he's doing a lot of flipping. He's doing a lot Partners of flipping, and, partner wise and yeah. funding, but he's not doing his old thing. And no. he's Two looking. Babies, wife. Yep. He had a good life too, man. Two thousand nine, sure. 10, 11, 12 prices. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. of course, I re- I called him first. I I went through it all with him. He said it's um it's a good house. He owns one on this street. Um, it's priced right. He's just not looking for any, for anything more right now. So, um, I think, I don't think this is going to last very long. And that's not like sales, wholesale speak. This is a legit deal. 9167 Dixie in Redford. It's a three bedroom, one bath brick bungalow. There is a basement, two car detached garage. It's got central air. Um, it's in really good condition. It's just dated. Um, it's, it's just straight out of the seventies really for the most part. So, Hit me up, Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. So that'd work great as a rental and a flip then, right? This could be either. Yeah, ways, you could yeah. probably get 1100 a month out of this yeah. as a rental. I just, sorry, I just yeah. put that together. No, we, we don't necessarily go over these before we go. I'm like, yeah, no, that would work both ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So definitely hit me up if you're interested, Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. You can text me, 734-272-7004. I don't always answer the phone um, if you call and I don't recognize your number. Like if you're not saved in my phone already, if I'm busy at all, I'm not answering it. If I have something to do in two minutes, I'm not answering the phone because I don't know how long this is going to take. Somebody I don't know. So your best option is to text or email me um, to, and the best chance of getting a, a fast response, text or email. So Steve at steveisehousesfast.com. I only got three deals this week and we're only sticking to the suburbs. Um, we're winding down the year a little bit, if you will, on some of the inventory and, um, most of my homes have been sold or they're listed on the MLS. And um, if you guys haven't acted by now, you probably won't. So I've listed them and those people are acting. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we listed uh, the property on flocks in East point and we sold it within three days of it being on the MLS. So there's a reason that agents use the multi-list and there's a reason pe- people looking to buy and sell houses use the multi-list. It works. It works. It works really well, actually. Yeah. So I'm not afraid. I mean, it's costing me. I'm sure I got a full price offer, but in reality, I'm I'm making a better profit than if I sold it to someone on my buyer's list for the last price I sent it out at with, you know, the buyer paying all the closing costs and um, an assignment. So I'm paying a commission and I'm paying the closing costs in this transaction and I'm still going to make more than if it was the other way around. So don't wait. There's no reason to to hang you know to sit around if you're looking for a deal, you definitely need to be on my list. Um, if you're not on the list, you can get on at 313cashdeals.com. And if you remember <clears throat> from a couple of weeks ago, we kind of talked about the different stages of the list too. There's like the Jesse Boyd list where he got a phone call literally the day this house was probably immediately up. pretty yeah. close like oh, a Mr. lot of times Boyd. he's getting a call before I even have the house under contract because that's just what I'll I'll try to make Is that sure. The VIP squared list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And this one I didn't even actually get. Joel Joel locked this up. He did a great job. Locked this one up. Good job, Joel. Actually, Joel got Dixie and Crown. So great job, Joel. Next week, 
prepare to hear another deal that you've probably already lost out on uh, in Rochester Hills <laughs> that Dave's getting under contract by today. So is that a prepare to cry yourself to sleep? That's right. Situation? <laughs> you better get on that three, one, three cash deals.com. Don't wait right now. Cause it won't be there. Don't wait. So that wraps up the deals for this week. Um, I'm going to move on to what's working and what's not really. We got what's working. Um, my digital marketing has been working pretty well and I'm pretty happy with my Facebook marketing. Um, <clears throat> this section is always, it's not always just what's working and what's not. It's also sort of what am I doing? What's going on in the business and what, um, kind of adjustments am I making? And in this case, we did make some adjustments to the Facebook marketing in, um, in November. So October, the numbers were pretty good. I think I got nine Facebook leads, maybe 12, um, and they were fluctuating. I think the average was like $55 a lead and the males were generating like, it was like $60 a lead and the females were like $40 a lead, something like that. So I was getting more leads for cheaper with the female target audience. So what we did was we made some adjustments, um, with my target audience. I stopped sending those, um, adds to the male audience at all at first we adjusted it slightly we put about i think we took half the budget and put it into the female ads and the other half and um kept it in with the males and it just the numbers are so much more dramatic and better for the females it just made sense to just cut that market out altogether in terms of facebook ads um, makes sense. It, it, it was like a split test, right? Right. This yeah. is exact. I know that's exactly what it was. It was a split test, which if you're not using, um, ad espresso through, uh, it's a Facebook marketing tool Add espresso. If you're not using it and I've talked about it in other podcasts and there's links to it and stuff. If you're not using it, you would, it would take a lot of work to split test the way we are now. It can create multiple ads at once and test them all you know, different copy. I can have four different headlines, four different copies, four different images. Dude, that's amazing. All the male and female audience different. And I can know what each ad does to each audience. It's incredible. So having all that data, you have that data for a reason. And the reason is to use it to make adjustments to get a better return on your investment of your marketing dollars. So yeah, what we did was we took out the, the males. We bumped that, um, female, uh, budget up a little bit. And actually my, my overall spending this month was down from last month. Just got, just went through today. I think it was like 485 bucks in Facebook ads, um, strictly for this one campaign, the seller leads campaign. I'll do some ads for selling houses and things too. That's not included in that, in that number. This is just for finding sellers. And I think we got 13 leads. It was $32 a lead, which is really good. Um, it's closer to my direct mail numbers, which is between 22 and 27 usually. So that's been working great. Um, 13 new Facebook leads. There's definitely deals coming from that as well. Um, I'm going to look up the, the contracts that I have just as a general feel for, to see what I've got split wise, but it's a pretty, um, diverse group of campaigns going right now. I've got some some referrals, which anything that I do with Jeremy, I tag as a referral, um, and my marketing source. Cause that's, that's really what it is. So I've got some referrals. I've got, um, a couple of Google AdWords leads, which is cool. Some actually follow up leads where 
like the one on Fox, Dave actually just dug into the CRM and started calling old seller leads in East Point like I told him to, and he snagged that deal. So it works. It always works. Always works. So there's some of that. There's actual um, follow-up letters where I, I have a specific letter that I mailed out. I have a red version and a black version. Three contracts off the red version, one off the black version. All of them good deals. All of them 5K plus. So very happy with that. And, and you know, knowing your numbers is super important. Knowing where your transactions are coming from is super important. And again, to go back to the Facebook marketing, just being able to adjust and and move things around to where, you know, what's working and what's not. Why do you want to throw money out the window? If it's costing $50 for a guy and 30 for a female, I don't give a shit if it's a man or a woman I'm buying a house from. I want the best leads at the lowest cost. That's what I'm trying to do. So it works. It's working really well. Unfortunately, my, um, my ad manager, if you will, <clears throat> for my Facebook ads is stepping down from doing that role. They're not, they're not someone that was in house. They were a service that I hired and they're no longer offering that service. So I'm kind of bummed about that, but, Hey, it's a hashtag Savage Steve opportunity. Maybe there's somebody listening. Yeah, that's true. If you're good at um, Facebook marketing and you understand the metrics of digital marketing and you understand Ad Espresso, you know, hit me up, Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. I'd, I'd entertain some proposals to manage this monthly, um, you know, campaign for me. So anyway, it's it's really effective. Um I love direct mail. I always will do direct mail. I'm really enjoying the Facebook marketing and, um, you know, Google AdWords has been working. It's been a slower build. You need to spend a lot more, I think on, on Google ads than I am to really have success with it. People are spending literally 10 times my budget and crushing even in this market. But I know with my budget, I'm crushing it because I'm closing deals. And at this small, I'm only spending about 500 bucks a month on Google AdWords. You got a lot of depth so, too. You got a lot of variety of sources of deals, right? Yeah. Which you I think is to. important, right? I think you have to. Yeah. I think, you know, if I have to start at the beginning, I'm going back to absentee owners always, but I'm always trying to make sure I have multiple streams because you never know what's going to happen. Um, this happened back with Google back in the day. They just changed their algorithm one day. And all the people that were ranked super high and had these, they just were gone gone overnight. So I'm never going to put all my eggs in that basket. I'm not going to put them all in Facebook's basket. I'm not even going to put them all in direct mail. Although that would be the one, that's the one to do. (laughs) If you were, Um, if you were to put it all direct mail has been around since people knew how to write letters. It works, man. It works. And it's cheap. Marketing. It is very cheap, especially if you do postcards. It's very cheap, very effective, and um, you know it's 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 really good. Um, so, I guess one of the lessons there, what's working, is having multiple streams of marketing. Um, you know, they always teach multiple streams of income. It's the same with marketing. You should have multiple streams of marketing. Do more if you can do all of them. Do all of them if you can hit probate. If you can have bandit signs and you have a great website and SEO and you can spend ten grand a month on Google Ads and five thousand a month on Facebook. Fucking do it. You know how many deals are closed? Hundreds, dozens every month. But if you're like me or you're just starting out. Um, and you have a, a smaller budget, there's certainly ways to do it. Facebook marketing is 
um, there's a pretty steep learning curve to it. But even as someone brand new, um, there's there's effective tools you can use using Facebook that's very cheap to generate leads. Um, I'm doing specific targeting targeted lead generation campaigns on Facebook, but you can just make a Facebook post. I buy houses, cool picture, link to your website and boost it from your you know business page and you will get leads from it. You'll get interactions with it. Uh, it's not the highest ROI and it's not the best targeting, um, but you can really drill down on your targeting with Facebook. That's one of the really unique things and one of the things I like about it the most is they have so many different demographics of customers right? And so many different types of businesses and people advertise on Facebook. Everybody uses Facebook. I mean, the, the number of users is incredible. So the audience that you have to work with already is huge, but to be able to tie, tie that down or, you know, nail that down even farther, I am pretty easy. If you're a Facebook advertiser and I'm on your, in your list or whatever, in your, um, I can't remember what it's called now, your pixel, I'm pretty simple. I like MMA. I like jujitsu. I like real estate. I like, you know, barbecue sports. Facebook tells them all that and they can target me for that. Absolutely. Why do you think I have this? They know everything. Awesome t-shirt I'm wearing right now because Roots of Fight saw me go to their website one day and said, oh, this guy likes our website. Oh, he has a Facebook account. Ping. Now I'm on their list. And every so often when they have a sale or they just want me to buy something, they send me this little ad that says, Hey, Steve, it's not really directed to me, but it is, it's calling to me. It says, Hey, check out this sweet Gracie jujitsu shirt that you could have. That you must have. You now. must own this. Check out this sweet, uh, Chuck Liddell hoodie. You know who you does a great have. job of that too? Who's that? Castle. Oh yeah. Fucking yeah, everywhere I go. Yep. Intercastle.com free plug. Yep. They're everywhere. Just, if you go there, just realize you're going to get market. Every, yep. every website you go to everywhere. Yep. Guess They're savages. About that. All right. So moving right along, the next part, the next segment, if you will, is stories. Story time. Story time. I love stories. This, this is a good one, this too. This is a good one, too. Last week, I was like struggling with what stories to tell, and I, I've got tons of them. So I'm repeating a story. I've told this story a lot, but you always tell the best story the most. I think it's better right? every time you tell it. It's a great story. I think this one actually has video that accompanies it. And we'll put the link in the show notes to the, to the YouTube video. Full disclosure. There's no way we're going to do this story justice. You should definitely listen to it and then immediately stop what you're doing. And go watch the video. Cause it's a fucking awesome video. Full yeah. This, so the story is great. And if you've seen me in any of the Rias on stage, I've told this story probably a few times, but the, the video is the best because you get the visual representation. Unfortunately, they don't have scratch and sniff video oh, available or fortunately <laughs> so that you can have. So the story this week is about the raccoon piss house. So if you've seen, um, you know, if you've been following me for some time, you've probably heard this story. The raccoon piss house was a house that was vacant that we got under contract and sold but it smelled so bad Man. and there was raccoon piss and shit everywhere. I was literally scared as I'm changing out the locks that I'm going to get attacked by a <laughs> rabid raccoon because I heard shit up there. And actually people were up there. My buyers were up there walking around. And they heard stuff too. The raccoon was in the house. He was in like the closet or in the attic while they were, while they were up there. So it wasn't just in the attic. We're talking about, we're talking about the upper, 
the whole upper level of the oh, bungalow, this raccoon owned that space. That it's was like a his. raccoon party house. I a think it might pad, have been a raccoon yeah. fuck pad. <laughs> it could have very well been. <laughs> there was piss and shit everywhere. They had oh a great time. It was terrible. So um, besides smelling awful, the house was in rough, rough shape. But let me tell you the backstory on this house. <clears throat> this particular lead came from direct mail. Um, the list that this came from was a vacant house list. And I don't know if you can hear the Sasquatches walking above <laughs> us in high heels, but I hope post-production cleans it out. Uh, I know these are not large women, but it sure as hell sounds like it, the way those heels clang on the floor up there. Jeez. Anyway, sorry, it's distracting. You guys might not have even heard it, but I can't not hear it, even with headphones on and shit. So anyway, this house came from um, a vacant house lead. The vacant house lead list is simply a list that's pulled or compiled by the post office, I'm pretty sure. And I get it through one of the various memberships I'm in. And um, this was one of the first leads that we got from that list, actually, is when I first mailed it. This was like February or March of um, of 14. I think it had to be 14, right? Or maybe it was 15. 15. Early 15. Yeah. So it was like February of 15. February 2015. This house was in danger of being lost to tax foreclosure. They owed back taxes. Um, I was surprised it wasn't already foreclosed, to be honest. Um, and the house was just a disaster. Dude, let's back up though. Didn't yeah. you fuck up that mailing too? Um, what was like, it with that? You, something got messed up on it where they like, they got a bunch, you got like, I remember you came in and you had a stack of returns yeah. that was like, it was disgusting. Like four inches thick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I think that it got mailed. Most of the addresses, most of those postcards didn't even get to people. It might have just been that's the way that list was, and it was one of the first mailings that I've done. Because I do get a lot of return postcards. Um, I remember time something I go. bad about it. Like it's somebody, I can't remember if it was you or Rob, but somebody had screwed up the mailing and you got a ton back too. Yep. So I, I want to point that, that out because sometimes you can fuck things up and still make a bunch of money. That's it, yep. And this was a great deal. We made like nine grand, $9,200 or something on this deal. So yeah, it was a it was a botched direct mail campaign. Um, but they got the postcard and they called, you know, that's, that's, that's really it. Right. And this is a great story. Cause you pounced. Oh, I was man. sitting there. You literally, I was pounced. at your house in the garage. We're yep. working away. We dropped everything. And this was like five in the evening. It was late. It was close yep. to dark, dropped everything and immediately went over to this house because you know, when a deal's a deal, this is one of those deals. So again, it was on a vacant house list. They called in. I'm screening them. They moved out of state. It's been vacant for a few years. They the It was free and clear, but it was only free and clear because the lender, instead of foreclosing, just discharged the loan. Smart move. Gave lender. it to the seller. Yeah, yeah. Smart move. Smart move. Um, I don't even remember what we sold this house for price-wise. 40s, I, I want to say. 30s, maybe. But I made nine. No, wasn't that high. Lower. It was very cheap. I yeah. do remember. I, I made nine grand on it, though. I remember it being a really good deal on my end um, and a good price for that area. So anyway, we I screened them. They're calling. They're saying all the right things. You know, it's vacant. They need to sell it. They just got it. You know, they just got possession of it in terms of not possession, but ownership of it where the discharge 
six months before, a few months before. It wasn't a whole long time before. And I had heard of that happening, but I'd never, never actually seen the bank discharge a house. Like this was a perfectly good house, essentially, in a suburb. I've seen them do that in Detroit. I've done that myself in Detroit where we just said, fuck that. We don't want anything to do with it. You better it's have not a even lot of worth equity. It. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but this was like a $90,000 mortgage that we're talking about that they just waived. Shocked. It's like, okay, all right. So, And there might have been a bankruptcy involved too. I think, there I think was. that was part of it. There and actually, bankruptcy. we sound like an old couple telling a story backwards. I, know, I right. think you put it under contract before you saw it because she had to mail you the key and you had to break into the house. You had like the drill thing, didn't That's you? true. But we dropped. I remember specifically being like, we need to go over there right now. Oh, we drove it. That's right. We, we did drive it. it. Shit, yep. sorry. Because I remember being on the phone and being like, dude, we need to go check this out like right now. We're going to tell great stories in our 80s I know, if we're this right? bad now. In 40s, <laughs> he's like, wait, what? Say that again. So, all right. So anyway, we're, we, we, screen the lead basically she says all the right things it's super super motivated seller so we drop everything and run over to the house to take a look at it drove the neighborhood you know what i know what it was on the phone i told her um i think would would you take nine i think i locked it up for nine grand if i remember right something like that like nine grand i went like she wants 12 or 15 or something would you take nine eight something like that i don't have to look it up but it was really low and she said, yeah. And you sent it to her immediately, I think. It's like, all right, I'll send you. And I digitally sent her the contract in hello sign immediately. She immediately signed and sent it back within minutes. And I was like, okay, now I got this thing under contract. Now what? And she mailed me the key. I got the key and we went over there. Yeah, we dropped everything and drove, drove it that night. And I think it was like two days later, we got the key. We had issues with the key though. I couldn't get in. We had to go to the, go to the hardware store and buy, um, like a drill bit and drill out the locks. And then I had to go back and get more shit to change out. It was just a mess. So I finally get in the house though. Like I pretty sure I'd been in it once before that, but something with the key got messed up. The neighbor, the neighbor had introduced themselves into the deal and tried to screw up your deal. And you had to go, uh, yeah. Force fuck them or something. Well, that's what it was. The neighbor had the key. And he ended up not working that she mailed you. So you had to get, that's what it was. Yeah. She mailed me the key. It didn't work. The neighbor had the key. He let me in. Everything was cool there. I put a lockbox on it. One of the other neighbors took the key out and it was just a a mess to get it. So I drilled the things out. I had it under contract. I had it sold. I'm like, fuck it. I'm changing the locks. I changed them out. Um, so we got the, we got the house under contract. We've made our, um, made our video that we'll link to in the show notes. Actually, we didn't do the video until after it we sold. sold it. Yeah. But cause we didn't want to jinx anything, but the story was not over there. We got the house under contract and I found a buyer. The way I found a buyer was Facebook. So all I did is the last section we were just talking about, I created a post about this house, um, a bunch of pictures, the price and boosted it to people around that area. That's all I did. Um, somebody emailed me. Actually, he messaged my brother, the guy that bought this house messaged my brother. It was like, Hey, is, is this your, you know, this guy, is this your brother? He said, yeah, that's, that's my brother. Um, I went to high school with this guy, Randy. I don't really remember. We don't remember each other from school, but we went to high school together, same year and everything. 
and or maybe a year apart but um so it was weird we weren't connected on facebook we were connected through my brother sort of and school and he saw the ad on facebook so he replied i met him out at um the avenue bar and grill in wayne had some food signed a contract got a got the emd check things were awesome it's like oh it's great and then I got the title search back and oh yeah, that mortgage that they said was discharged was gone. That was great. Okay, cool. Wait a minute. What is this old mortgage? Oh shit. So there's an old second lien type of mortgage on there. And what it was, the sellers had had um, the roof and I think windows put on and they financed it. And when they financed it, that company put a second mortgage on the house. Well, they long since wrote this off. I'm pretty sure it was discharged in bankruptcy, but that lien was still there, still valid, needed to be taken care of and discharged. Well, that company is no longer in business. They were long gone for years. I'm like, well, shit. That's going to be hard to fix. It was very hard to fix. So what I did was I started looking for clues, kind of like a detective, um, this is what I did a lot as a title insurance examiner, as a title examiner too. look for clues to lead me to the next, you know, place that I can maybe get what I need. And in this case, it was a discharge. So I first searched the company's name, found that they're, you know, no longer in business. It's a defunct corporation or whatever you call it. It's great. So then I start looking at the document a little bit more. I start Googling the name, the company, the person's name, and I started getting some hits um, and actually my assistant at the time, my assistant, Stephanie at the time is who found the person's name and f- a phone number in like West Bloomfield or Farmington Hills or something. And she called and left a couple messages. She actually got a phone call back. And what I think it was, was the, the guy's older, elder, elderly parents is whose house she ended up calling. And these were like, um, Russian immigrants, I think, or Jewish. I think they were Jewish immigrants, actually Russian sounding name. Maybe Russian, Jews. Russian Jews, yeah, yeah. Lots of and those. and they were in the the guy that I needed to sign the discharge, which is an original document, was in Israel, and now I found him was through Facebook. So not only did I find my seller or my buyer on this deal through Facebook, but I also tracked down the missing link to close this deal through Facebook. So having the guy's name, finding him, messaging him on Facebook, and I finally got him on the phone and he was the right person. What I needed was him, um, his assistant, who is still here, former assistant, didn't even work for him anymore, worked for somebody else. She ended up meeting me at the UPS store in Livonia um, on Plymouth Road to exchange basically a discharge for a check i gave her like a hundred dollar check or so it was not very much she didn't ask for very much at all they could have asked for a whole lot more i think they were owed seven grand or something they were so surprised normally you get a big ask like hundred bucks deal done i'll be right there so and i was gonna give her cash and she's like no just write a check i'd rather you write a check to blah 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 i was like i was gonna give you a hundred bucks but you can do whatever you want to do Mr. Delia waving. So anyway, so I had to track this guy down. So we found him through the magic of Google and Facebook. 
um, with some detective work. We tracked this person down who we needed to sign. We got him to agree to sign the document we needed, which was just a discharge of this mortgage and closed the whole process from beginning to end from seller contract, seller phone call to closed contract was like three weeks, two or three weeks. It was really fast because it had to be as she was losing the house to foreclosure um, for the taxes. It has a hard deadline. I think only had a few days to spare, only had a few days to spare and barely got it. Cause we had to make sure that the check got to the um, County before they foreclosed, you know, well, just in case there's a civilian listening to, this is why you don't want to necessarily sign with the first ass clown that comes through make sure it's somebody who knows what they're doing. And I'm not hating on ass clowns coming through and wholesaling. If you're new, you got to do what you got to do. Got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. I'm not hating, but you would have had a very hard time getting this deal done. Yep. You know, that's why if you're interested in selling your house fast, might you go to stevebuyshousesfast.com? That'd be a great place to start. I just thought I'd throw that plug in. That's great. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and one of the things that we did with that video was one of the tags or one of the themes to it, I guess you will. Um, well, the video was called Raccoon Piss House, Such but a great name. it was, um, you know, professional real estate investors get it done. And that was sort of the theme there is no matter what it takes, we're going to get the job done. Um, I was not giving up until that shit happened. So not pikers. Nope. Nope. And this is what I do. I do this full time. I do this. Um, I'm good at it. And this is like, I know that's part of the gig. Like there's no, one's just going to hand you a $9,000 check typically, right? You need to do some work for it. And in this case, that work was tracking down, uh, an old, you know, signer that I needed. And, um, you know, we got it done now an update to that. Um, Randy actually contacted me about a month ago saying he was going to get, he's looking to get into some other projects. I think he was trying to buy an apartment building or something and he wanted to sell off or no, it was a, it might've been a flip house or something he was trying to do. It was a little bigger project than he had the cash for on hand and he wanted to potentially sell some of his rentals. And he said, you know, one of them actually I thought about selling is that raccoon piss house I got from you. He goes, you won't even recognize it. I've had the same tenants in there since I got it from you. And, you know, I think they're at nine, they pay like nine fifty a month. And, um, but what I'm going to do is he may or may not sell it. Um, but he's definitely going to send me some, some updated pictures. So if I have them by the time, uh, this is ready, we'll get them posted to the show notes as well. A link to those photos. So you can see the before and the after that was a big rehab. Um, it was a big rehab. He did a whole lot of work to it and, uh, it's, it's beautiful. He showed me the pictures once before, but I didn't, he didn't send them to me, um, in a format that I could really share them. So they're, um, it's amazing to see the transformation. So it's one of the cool things that I, you know, enjoy about this business is seeing that and taking it from, you know, the old dingy to new and spectacular. Same thing with my house in East point, the paints just got done last week. Um, the roof was done yesterday. Everything's coming along. It's probably on the market by the time you're listening to this, but, um, man, just the paint and refinishing the floors alone, it's a huge, huge difference the way it brightened up that whole house. I mean, it was really dark colors, green and blue and just a light color on the walls and the bringing up the floor, you know, making the floors pop. And it's just a natural, they're not stained. They're just 
sanded and coated and it really it does amazing things so i really like seeing that transformation i don't necessarily like managing the process to get there and i'm realizing that now too as i'm buzzing but um you know i really enjoy that process so but that's the story for this week uh moving on to the last section here before closing up the um wholesale tip of the week last week's tip was to go out buy a list and and get some mail mail out so i'm hoping that you did that this week it's a similar similar thing it's another call to action call any of your any or all if you're new and you don't have a lot of leads call any of your old leads or all of your old leads and book at least one appointment to go out and look at a house now if you're like me and you've been doing this a little while i have hundreds and thousands of people to choose from. And that's one of the ways that Dave got one of our latest deals. That's going to be closing um, probably any day now when this airs, it was just following up with people who we've already talked to and we've already, um, you know, been out to look at the house. I made an offer and he didn't accept the offer. This was probably two years ago too. And two years ago, damn, he, he didn't accept it, followed up again. He went through my whole follow-up campaign, didn't respond, or didn't. we didn't lock it up. And, um, again, Dave found him, called through the, the follow-up, you know, um, status in our CRM, made the phone calls, booked the appointment, made the offer, and locked it up. So um, that's what I want you to do. I want you to go out, book at least one appointment, um, get out, take a look at some houses and make some offers. Let me know, you know, about your successes. Email me, Steve at Steve buys houses fast.com. You can message me on Facebook. You can comment even in this thread of this, um, uh, this episode on Facebook. Just let me know what's working for you guys. Are you getting any value out of this podcast? Are you getting tips that you're actually putting into action? Are you taking my calls to action and doing something with them? Are you just listening for your, for your listening pleasure? Cause you like the sound of my voice, you know, education without implementation. Um, it's just entertainment. One of my old mentors used to say that all the time. So it doesn't matter how much value I give you on these podcasts. If you don't do anything with it, it's just entertainment. You do might as well it. just watch Netflix all day. So go do something, take some action, make something happen. Do it. And if you want to give back, help Steve out a little bit, takes time out of his day to do this. You know what I'm saying? Go on iTunes and rate and review. Use like hashtag Steve or something like that. You know, I love flip this podcast. Hashtag Savage Steve. Absolutely. Um, share it, too. And as you share it across social media, that really helps. If you share it from the Renegade or the Flip This Podcast page, too, we can see you doing it, and we'll thank you. Yes, thank and you. And for those who are just sharing it and we can't see you and we don't know who's sharing thank you for sharing it. We really do um, appreciate it. Also, don't wait around for deals. We do two of these shows at a time most of the time. So it means sometimes we're two weeks ahead doing a shoot. So go to 313cashdeals.com and never miss a deal. Never is a never. All right. If you're thinking about selling a house, go to stevebuyshousesfast.com. And if you're interested in all other things, Steve, go to clickso, C-L-Y-X-O.com forward slash S Londo. All right. And as we wrap up this podcast, just want to say, hey, you'd be doing lots of other things right now. We appreciate your attention. Uh, we love that you're listening and all that. A uh, little tie in the Steve thing. Uh, get off the couch and do some shit. And until the next podcast. See you.